as you know, it's uh, it's well known from the Baltania. The Baltania said that you know we call it Rosh Hashanah, we don't call it Tchilas Hashanah, right? Why do we call it Rosh Hashanah? Rosh is the, the beginning of the year. Rosh is the head. So the Tanya said, because just as a head, in terms of a body, everything that goes on in the body is nechel in the head. And everything that's in the head is just a matter of time until it comes out in the body. So, so to the Tanya said, that's what Rosh Hashanah is. Rosh Hashanah is not the first day of the year. Rosh Hashanah is the head of the year. It means that there's two different ways to look at an entire year, uh, the life of a Jew. There's two different ways. One way to look at it is that every day it exists on its own. It's its own Indian. Monday's Monday, Tuesday's Tuesday, Wednesday, Vichulu. But Rosh Hashanah comes to reveal to us that it's not the way how we have to look at life. The way we have to look at life is from the prism of Rosh Hashanah. The prism of Rosh Hashanah. That Rosh Hashanah is everything. And the rest of the year has to be seen as a, as a hemshech, as an unpackaging, as a pirish, as a beer on Rosh Hashanah. So you have to figure out what that means. What, what, what exactly... How does Rosh Hashanah redefine the entire year? That's the question. How does Rosh Hashanah redefine the entire year? What's the difference if I look at uh, a Tuesday in the month of Kislev, just as Tuesday in Kislev? Or no, no, no. This was a part of Rosh Hashanah that's now coming out. How does that affect the Tuesday of Kislev? What are these two different ways of thinking? And what is Rosh Hashanah? So to begin to, to think about this, you know, we know that there's a concept of Eilam Shana Nefesh, right? Everything that exists in time also has a parallel in space and also in the Nefesh. So this idea of the time of an entire year, that, that it should be seen as really all Nichlal in Rosh Hashanah and just, then just unpackaging and unfolding throughout the year. So that, that's in time, that's a way of thinking of the year from a Rosh Hashanah perspective. And that also applies in space. What do I mean? So Eretz Yisrael, for example, would be a place that corresponds to the entire year. It was every single we, you know, every single piece of Eretz Yisrael corresponds to a place, to a particular point in uh, in the calendar, a particular point in year. You live through the year, so Klal Yisrael lives in all of Eretz Yisrael. But there's one particular point of Eretz Yisrael that is the Rosh Hashanah, and that is the Beis Hamikdash, the Har We know we call Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. We call them Yom Neroyim. Now that term Noira first appears in Chumash when Yaakov Avinu, right, was sleeping by the Harabais Makam Migdash, and he has the dream and so on. He wakes up and he says, Man Noira Makam Azeh. So Rosh Hashanah in time is a Vesam Migdash in space. And so just as with time, there's two ways to look at a year. Either just it exists on its own. Perfect, perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. Either it exists on its own. Or no, the Chiddush of Rosh Hashanah is that the whole year has to be seen as a Hemshech, as a Pirish, as an unpackaging of Rosh Hashanah, so too in space. You could look at Eretz Yisrael as, okay, there's, there's Bershava, there's Tveria, there's Tzvas, there's Chevron, there's all these cities, all these different Mekaymas. But that's not a Rosh Hashanah way of looking at Eretz Yisrael. The other way of looking at Eretz Yisrael is that everything is really Nechelon and Beis HaMikdash, and the rest of Eretz Yisrael is an unpackaging of Beis HaMikdash. And the truth is, at that time, when Yaakov Avinu laid down, and he said, Chazal the Medrash, that all of Eretz Yisrael was gathered under his head, in that place. So the Indian of, of Rosh Hashanah is not, the Indian of Rosh Hashanah can't, we, to understand Rosh Hashanah, it's not the Peshat, it's just one day, it's the first day, and it's the very Chash of the day. No, no. 
The way to understand Rosh Hashanah, to go into Rosh Hashanah, is to realize that Rosh Hashanah is a day that contains within it the rest of the year. And in space, that corresponds to this Indian of the Beis HaMikdash being a place that has within it all of Eretz Yisrael. And the rest of Eretz Yisrael is just a commentary and an unpackaging of that space that's called Beis HaMikdash. So we have to figure that out. What does this mean? What does this mean in Avoid? What's the Nefesh, right? You have this concept in Shana, that the whole year is Nichlal in the Reish. You have this in Makim, that all of Eretz Yisrael is Nichlal in that place of Beis HaMikdash. So we have to figure this out, what this means in Nefesh. Okay. So there is a mitzvah that we have from this past Shabbos in the parasha that's very Rosh Hashanah dik. And, you, and, and, and it's from that mitzvah that we can begin to see this inyan of what it means, everything nichlal in Rosh Hashanah, everything nichlal in Beis HaMikdash. And that's the mitzvah Bikurim. It's a Bikurim. Bikurim, we know, is a very Rosh Hashanah dik mitzvah. What's Bikurim? You have a farmer living wherever it is in, in Beersheva, the Chulu. And uh, the first of his fruits, the first of his fruits, he has to bring that to Beis HaMikdash. And you know, when he goes to Beis HaMikdash, so he gives it to the Kayan. And the fruit that he gives to the Kayan, one of the shows to me that he gives to the Kayan, it's not just that he's giving a fruit. That fruit that he's giving, it represents his chelik in Eretz Yisrael. That's what he says, right? That, you know, he got to Yom of Neyashem that Kibosi Oretz, and he has this whole Arami of it. Avi, he goes to the whole parish of the whole history of Kal Yisrael, talking about how he made it to Eretz Yisrael, and this, first, this is the first fruit of my land. So when he has that, uh, that pomegranate, right? That pomegranate is not the pomegranate. That pomegranate means his chelik of Eretz Yisrael. And what does he do? What's the Mitzvah Bikurim? To bring that to the Vesem Mikdash. To bring it to the Vesem Mikdash. The holding of Bikurim, which is the first fruit. It's the Bechina of Rosh Hashanah. And what is Rosh Hashanah? That the whole year is Nichol on the first day. And what does it mean? It means also that Eretz Yisrael is Nichol on the Beis HaMikdash. And his little, little kibbutz somewhere, you know what I mean? Uh, somewhere in Eretz Yisrael. A Rosh Hashanah Dikah mindset and a Bikurim, which is the first of the fruits. It's a racist Dikah Mitzvah. The Inyo Bikurim is to see that what? That his little kibbutz, his little farm somewhere, it's really just an extension of Beis HaMikdash. It's a piece of Beis HaMikdash. And that's the site of Bikurim where he's taking the first fruit, which represents his entire farm, and he brings it to Beis HaMikdash. And you know what's amazing? <coughs> I have to explain this. I didn't explain this yet, but, but what's amazing is by Bikurim is that not only does he bring his farm to Beis HaMikdash, saying basically that all of Eretz Yisrael, that's a farmer from here, a farmer from there, it's all being brought back to Beis HaMikdash. Not only is that saying that everything of Eretz Yisrael is really Beis HaMikdash, and it's just a commentary, what does he do with the Bikurim? He then gives it to the Kayan. By giving the fruit to the Kayan, what you're saying is an amazing thing, which is that, the, that even though Al-Pidin, Al-Pi'Allacha, Kahanim don't have a chelik in Eretz Yisrael, but you know there is one spot that the Kahanim, certain, like, sort of, that's their Indian, and that's the Beis HaMikdash. So by the, by the farmer giving his pomegranate, which is basically his entire farm, and he's giving it to Beis HaMikdash, and he's giving it to the Kayan, and the Kayan eats the pomegranate, and the Kayan basically is now, uh, uh, now sort of has a chilek in that piece of Eretz Yisrael, that's all part of the same Indian of what? Of, of establishing that the Beis HaMikdash is not just the most chash of a place in Eretz Yisrael. All of Eretz Yisrael is nechlam Beis HaMikdash. You see, Chazal say an amazing thing. Chazal say that even though nowadays it says in Pasuk, that 
the Kahanim living don't have a chilek in Eretz Yisrael. The Zegmar Bavasra, the Gemar Darshins, that's only Bizman Azeh. But Lassad Lavoy, Lassad Lavoy, Kahanim will have a chilek in Eretz Yisrael. What's the change? What's the change? Why is it now they don't have a chilek, but in Eretz Yisrael they will? The answer is what's, what's going to be revealed with Moisei Mashiach is this Indian. That all of Eretz Yisrael is be'etzim just an unpackaging and a commentary of Beis HaMikdash. And if the Kahanim certainly have a chilek in Beis HaMikdash, because that's their whole life, is revolving around the void of Beis HaMikdash, so of course they're going to have a chilek in Eretz Yisrael. The fact that nowadays they don't have a chilek means that we're not living Rosh Hashanah Dik. Because we're living in Golis, so we think Tuesday in Kislev is Tuesday in Kislev. Okay, and we think that a kibbutz in Ches uh, in, uh, in the, the Golan is just a kibbutz in Golan. Happens to be there's a base Megdash. Mashiach Geula means that we're gonna we're gonna live with the Meichen of Rosh Hashanah. That's what Geula means, and the Meichen of Rosh Hashanah means that in time everything is really just Rosh Hashanah, just unpackaging, and it means in space everything is really based on Megdash, just being unpackaged. And in that way, then of course the Kahanim have a chilek in Eretz Yisrael. Adarabah, the Kahanim have an igr chilek in Eretz Yisrael. Because they're a shaykh to Beis Hamikdash, which all of Eretz Yisrael is really coming from. So, the, and the, you know, this is also why, again, I, I, none of this makes sense. We have to explain the void of this. We have to explain. But this is also why we find a very strong connection between Malchus, which is Rosh Hashanah, and Kahanim. What I mean, what's the first place in all of Chumash that the Jewish people are described as, 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 as part of the Malchus of the Rabbanu Shalom. That the Rabbanu Shalom is a melech, in that sense, that he has a Malchus. That's by Harsinai. When the Rabbanu Shalom says, V'atem tiyuli, mamleches kayanem. V'gai kadesh, mamleches kayanem. It means the first place that's describing, that has that, that Rosh Hashanah Dekeh feel of Malchus, it's with kahanim. Because this is what it means, Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah means that everything is really Nichlon Rosh Hashanah, and it means that all of our tzils Nichlon based on Migdash, which means that the Kahanim, not only do they just stam have a chelik in Eretz they're the Iker Bailam of Eretz Because our ability to be in, uh, uh, you know, be done at Bereshava from all the length and breadth of Eretz Yisrael is really just an, it just a a a, a, a if it's just an extension and a and a branch coming from based on Migdash. And whoever has bilas over based on Migdash, they certainly have ikr bilas over over everything. And who's the main bilam of based on Migdash? It's Kahana. It's the whole Indian of Rosh Hashanah is to get us into a mindset that Kahanim is like the ikr Indian. That Kahanim really, that all of Klai Yisrael are really defined as Mamlechas Kahanim. This is why Rosh Hashanah leads to Yom Kippur, and who's the main uh, who's the main person by Yom Kippur? It's the Kohen Gadol. It's not a coincidence. In a certain sense, Rosh Hashanah really is about orienting us and making us think of ourselves as Mamlechus Kayanim, even if you're not physically, you know, actually, biologically a Kayan, but you're you're coming from that place of Kuna. You're coming from that place of what it means Mamlechus Kayanim. So this is this is the idea, and we have to figure out what this means in Avoid. What does this mean? What does this mean? But this is this is what Rosh Hashanah does to a person. What Rosh Hashanah does to a person is that it orients you <laughs> to see everything as really the Iker is based on Megdash. The Iker is that place of based on Megdash, and everything else in the world is just commentary. So, okay. Now we need to be with what that means. Okay, so let's 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 hone in on a little bit an aspect of Bikurim, and from there we'll be able to be Masra hopefully.
So it's like this. The Mishnah says in Bikurim, you know, I mentioned before that there's, uh, you know, there's really two parts to the mitzvah of Bikurim, right? There's bringing Bikurim to Beis Hamikdash, and then there's Mikra Bikurim. There's reading the parish of Arami of Yudavi. Yeah? Fine. So the Mishnah says in Bikurim like this is a klal that <coughs> there are people that that are able to do the mitzvah of bringing Bikurim, but they can't fulfill the mitzvah of Mikra Bikurim of reading the parish of Bikurim. For whatever the issue is, sometimes one, one sometimes the, for other reasons, whatever it is. So it says the mission like this: one of the examples of someone that's maybe bikurim, he brings bikurim, but he can't read, is a ger, a ger tzedek. Why? Because part of the mikra bikurim is that he says that he thanks the rabbanu shalom for the land that you've given me, and so on, and uh, uh, that you that you, uh, that's the that thanking Hashem for the land that you swore to our ancestors to give to us. And says the Mishnah, a ger can't say, because he's not uh, from Novosaktosh, he doesn't have the yichas. That's the Mishnah. So Rishonim bring down a Yushalmi. Okay? There's a Yushalmi that, that quotes the sheet of, of Rabbi Yehuda that in a Brisa. The Rabbi Yehuda in the Brisa is Chalak on the Mishnah. The Rabbi Yehuda says it's not true. A ger tzedek not only could bring Bikurim, he could also be Kari the Parsha. Aye, it says Ashanishba Laviseinu. So says Rabbi Yehuda, Avram Avinu, his name was changed from Avram to Avraham. Why? Av Hamoin Goyim That you are now the father of all the nations. What does it mean you're the father of all the nations? So it means that any person from the whole world that's makasha themselves to Amunas Yisrael, they can be called the Ben Avram. So Mela says Rabbi Yehuda, no, Av Hamoin Goyim Nesatiha, Ger Tzadik is makasha himself to Amunah. He could be called Zer Avram. So Mele, you can say Ashenish Balaviseinu because Avram Avinu, he's the father of Geirim as well. That's Rabbi Huda. Okay. Rabbi Tam, that's the that's the Yushalmi that's brought down. Rabbi Tam, Rabbi Tam in Tosis in a few places, Babasri Gid in different places, says the quote from Rabbi Tam that such a gear, such a Yushalmi must be a mistake. The whole thing is a Tosis. It doesn't make any sense. Why? Because he says like this. Rabbi Yehuda said such a thing that a ger can bring Bikurim and he can read the parasha because Avram Avinu is the father of Geirim. That solves one pasuk in Mikra Bikurim. Fine, I'm asking. So Avram Avinu is the father of Geirim. You could say Avisenu. But then there's a whole thing. Arami Avidavi. Who's, who's the Avi over there? Not Avram Avinu. It's Yaakov Avinu. The Yer Mitzrayimah. The whole thing of Gold's Mitzrayim. That has no shaykhs to the ger. So Mela says Rabbi Tam, such a thing, that Avram Avinu is the Avamayin Goyim, Ashenish Balaviseinu. The whole Indian of Mikra Bikurim, though, which, which really kicks off with Arami Avidov, he's not Shaykh to a Ger even after Avram Avinu is called Avamayin Goyim. So says Rabbi Tam, the whole thing doesn't make any sense. You're not, you're not fixing anything by saying Avamayin Goyim. And so Mela, the whole the Yushalmi must be a toys, must be a mistake. There's no such Yushalmi. The problem is the Raman Paskins like that, Yushalmi. The Raman Paskins in Hilchas Bikurim. That a ger is mevi v'kayre, that a ger is able to bring bikurim and read the parsha, and he says, "I." What about the pasuk? It says, "Ashenish v'lavisenu." So he says, he, he says in the first, "Avram Avinu is Avam Goyim. He's the father of all converts as well. So even a ger tzedek can say, "Ashenish v'lavisenu." Why is it a pel? Again, Rabbi Tam's point. Fine, you fix that pasuk. Harami aviravi v'yer mitzrayma. So the whole Indian is clearly not, it's only Yaakov Avinu, the history of Gaul's Mitzrayim. A ger is not shaykh to any of that. So what's the, uh, so again, Rabbi Tam said because of that, the Yishalmi is a toys. The whole thing is a mistake. But the Rambam Paskin is like the Yishalmi, so clearly the Rambam held uh, was not a mistake. So it's a pella. What's going on over here? 
Avamayin Gaim, how does that fix anything? Okay. So it's like this. Let's think about this sugi for a second. Avram Avinu versus Yaakov Avinu. Who's the Iker Av? Like on the one hand, like Avram Avinu, Avram Avinu is the first Yid. So it's Avram Avinu. But we're not called B'nai Avram. We're called B'nai Yisrael. Beis Yaakov, B'nai Yisrael. There's even a, there's even a, you know, even in, in Tanakh, in Psukim, it's like, it's hard to know who uh, the Rabbanu Shem Kivyachal, like, adores more. Like Mitzar Echad, the Pasuk says, like, Echad Hayavram. Avram Avinu is Mamash. Echad Hayavram. But yet, there's another Pasuk that says, Yaakov Asher Padas Avram. Chazal say that when Avram Avinu went into the Kivshan Eish, the only reason why Anais happened that he was saved was because the Rabbanu Shem Kivyachal, he's going to have an Eina called Yaakov Avinu. So what's going on over here? So who's uh, who's greater? Who who's who's our Iker Yachas to? Is it Avram, or is it Yaakov Avinu? Not only is this like just the Shiloh when you compare them, but also when you think of when you think of our Kinyan, our Kinyan in Eretz that's also something we have to think about. Who who where is our Kinyan of Eretz Yisrael coming from? So on the one hand, on the one hand, our Kinyan of Eretz Yisrael goes to Avram Avinu. Pasuk says, Avram Avinu, Lech Lecha, right? Goes to Eretz Yisrael. And Hashem says to Avram Avinu, walk the land. Go up and down. And the Gemara says in Vavasra, that by Avram Avinu walking, that was a Kenyan. He was Mamash Kainit. And Hilchas Mohan. That's, that's when Kala Yisrael, Avram Avinu, we come from Avram Avinu, that's when we're Kain Eretz Yisrael. Mitzat Sheni, the Gemara says in Brachis, there are three things that are Nikneb Yisurim. And one of them is Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael was Nikneb, was Kana, was acquired, says the Gemara, with the Yisurin of Golis Mitzrayim. When did the Golis Mitzrayim begin? So we know that there was a, you know, technically, go from Yitzchak Avinu, but Be'ikr, the time of Klai Yisrael going, into, go, going down to Mitzrayim, that's by Yaakov Avinu. Chazal said that Yaakov Avinu should have been brought down B'Shal Shal with iron chains, like Mamish, that was Golis. And that's when the, the Kenyan of Eretz Yisrael begins. So which one is it? Was Eretz Yisrael acquired by Avram Avinu? <laughs> Or was Eretz Yisrael acquired through Golis Mitzrayim with Yaakov Avinu? So which one is it? Okay, so... In Bechlau, we have to think about that. Why is it that, that the way to acquire Eretz Yisrael is with Golis Mitzrayim? Why is Golis Mitzrayim such, a, such a, an important feature to have Eretz Yisrael? Okay, so let me share with you this is the idea. There's a Klau that we find in the Maral. He talks about this a lot. It's a big site. It's a... For you guys, it's Pasha, you know, it's familiar territory, familiar territory. I mentioned the Pasha before, Kala Yisrael is described by Harsina. Hashem says that Hashem wants us to be Mamlechas Kayanim, the Goy Kaddish. What do those two sentences mean? Mamlechas Kayanim and Goy Kaddish. So there's one side to Kala Yisrael. There's one side to Knesset Yisrael, and that's called Goy Kaddish. What does it mean, Goy Kaddish? Goy Kaddish means that the Rabbani Shalom created such a thing called the human being. And there's all different types of human beings. There's all different types of people who come from different countries, different cultures, different backgrounds. And the Rabbani Shalom chose one nation to be, to represent the Rabbani Shalom in the world, to be Mamluch Hashem in the world, to spread a moon in the world, to spread light in the world. And he sanctified that nation. But that nation, Be'etzem, Be'emes, in, in truth, is a nation among nations. Human beings with certainly being infused with Kedusha and being given a mission. B'chul, b'chul. So there's one side of Klai Yisrael which is that we're part of the world. 
we're human, we're part of the world, we like sushi, we eat, we drink, you know, we're, we're a guy, we're a, a nation, obviously we're a guy Kaddish. This side of Knesset Yisrael, which is human, but, 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 but holy, that's a side of us that comes from Avram Avinu. How did Avram Avinu find the Rabbani Shalom? So he found the Rabbani Shalom from the world. Right? He looked around, he saw beer at Elekes, he saw the world functioning, it's, 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 everything's working. Where's the Bala beer? And the Rabbani, hits his old Bala beer, the Rabbani Shalom looked at it, and the Rabbani Shalom revealed himself to Avram Avinu. But Avram Avinu found the Rabbani Shalom, Mehai Alma, he found the Rabbani Shalom from this place, because Avram Avinu was establishing in the world the Mitzis of Gai Kaddish. And for the Tachlis Habriya to be fulfilled, which is, the Rabbani Shalom wants this world to be a dear B'tachtoin, and he wants, to be, wants this place to become a, a place that, that the Shekhinah dwells, well then you have to have someone in the world working with that. <laughs> you can't, you can't, it has to be, you have to have someone on the ground, you know, sort of, uh, to make the world a, a dearer for the Rabbani Shalom. You can't just stand be the Malachim doing it, you need human beings. Because in order for this world to be a, a deer for Hashem, then you need people that know what a deer means. They need to be people of the world. That's Avram Avinu. That's, that's what's called Goy Kaddish. But here's the problem. The problem with looking at Knesset Yisrael like that, exclusively, and if there will be such a thing that that's the only side of who we are, then a big question arises, which is Avram Avinu's question, which is, Rabbani Shalom, Avram Avinu understood that if my children, says Avram Avinu, are going to be a guy, but a guy Kaddish, then what's going to happen if Chas Shalom they find themselves in Matzavim, that they're mixed up with other Goyim, and they're, Chas Shalom they fall into low places. If the, if the Kaddish aspect of who they are is secondary to the guy, if they're human, just, just being injected with Kedusha, then what happens when they're in a Matzav of where their human side is becoming overrun? and overwhelmed with not good things, and it overwhelms the Kedusha. They could become batal, they could become lost amongst Goyim, if they are just a Goy Kaddish. And this is Avram Avinu's question of, to the Rabbani Shalom, like Hazal said, how do I know for sure that they're going to inherit Eretz Yisrael? In other words, how do I know that along the way between now and, 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 and Gula, they're not going to become lost amongst the nations, if that's who they are, just a Goy Kaddish. So what does Rabbani Shalom say? The Rebbe says, okay, they're going to have to go through Gals Mitzrayim. At the same time, there's an aspect of Klai Yisrael, which is a Goy Kaddish. And there needs to be that, because otherwise we can't make this world a Dir unless we know what the world means. But there's another side to Nishmas Yisrael, and that's called Mamleches Kayana. Mamleches Kayana means that at the same time, there's a side of who we are, which is human and earthly, just happens to be holy. There's a side of Nishmas Yisrael, which is more essential, which is bachlal, not human, bachlal, not earthly at all. Mamish divine. We know this, that, you know, in this farm we find this all the time, that uh, the, one of the sides of the Rebbe is the Shechina, right, the divine presence. It's the light of Hashem, as it, as it is able to be experienced in the world. There's, in this farm we find that there's a synonym, there's a word that is the same thing as the Shechina, which is Knesset Yisrael. Knesset Yisrael is the Shechina, means that every single one of us is human. And that human side of who we are, but happens to be a holy human being, that's from Avraham Avinu. But there's another Av, 
that is really the root of this other side of Knesset which is Bechlal, not human at all, a completely otherworldly divine entity, Elikus Mamish Kivyachal, a Chelik Elikamimal Mamish, that's then brought into the world from a higher place. And the Av that introduces that into Knesset Yisrael, into the world, that's Yaakov Avinu. Chazal say by Yaakov Avinu, the Pasuk says, Shem Kel, that Yaakov Avinu was given Kivyachal, the name of the Rabbanu Shleil. He's given the name Yisrael, right? Even the name Yisrael has Hashem's name in it. As opposed to Avram and Yitzchak doesn't have that name. The inning of Yaakov Avinu is Bechlal, that the otherworldly, transcendent, divine aspect of Nishmas Yisrael. And that's what Arami Aviravi says. Avram Avinu was asking a question, how do I know that the Gai Kaddish that I'm establishing is not going to become deluded and lost among the nations of the world if they find themselves in crazy places? So Rabbi Nishon says, you know how? Because I'm going to show, I'm going to prove that there's another side to Knesset Yisrael, which is called Mamleches Kehanim, a completely transcendent, otherworldly reality, which is called the Shechina itself, that's brought to the world through, through Yaakov Avinu. And, that's going to, and I'm going to prove that with Galus Mitzrayim. Because what was Galus Mitzrayim? Galus Mitzrayim was that you take the Jewish people and you put them in Erevas Haaretz. And amongst Ervas Haaretz, you make them Avadim within Ervas Haaretz. Bechlal Mitzrayim is a place of taiva, of, of, of human urges, of human, low human qualities, of everything that's, everything that's earthly was Mitzrayim. And then of within Mitzrayim, you take people and you make them Avadim to Mitzrayim. In Evid is Mamish Gashmi Shabbosayich Gashmi, it's Mamish, the most earthly within all people. They don't even, an Evid doesn't even have the, the, the right to have his own choices. He's If the Jewish people would be at most just a Goy Kaddish, there'd be no way we would survive in Gaulus Mitzrayim. But not only did we survive Gaulus Mitzrayim, like Chazal say, that if all the times in Gaulus Mitzrayim there was only one case of an intermarriage, and even that was Shlomi Das. If Kalei can survive through Gaulus Mitzrayim and come out the other end still intact, without having any pagam, it means that what? That the very mitzvah of Knesset Yisrael is not just Gai Kaddish. So what is Knesset Yisrael? The Shekhinah herself. The Shekhinah herself. Something that's bechlal, otherworldly and transcendent. Something that comes completely from above to below. And that's Yaakov Avinu. This is why what it means that Yaakov Avinu is the one in whose chus Avram Avinu was saved. Avram Avinu was a big tzaddik. What does he need? You know, he has his own tzchus. He needs Yaakov Avinu to save him. This is the whole inning of Yaakov of Avram Avinu surviving the Kivshan Eish means that Avram Avinu is bechlan not human. Avram Avinu is bechlan not a. He's not a, a regular person that's that's burned with fires. It's a malach Hashem tzvakes. He's a he's a shechina alein. It's chelak l'kamim al mamish. Where does that? Where is that coming from? I thought Avram Avinu was one that establishes like like Kaddish. The answer is Avada. Avram Avinu does that. But you know what's inside of Avram Avinu? Avram Avinu has within him what? Avram Avinu has within him the, 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 the secret that's called Yaakov Avinu. And Yaakov Avinu reveals that although there's, there's this side of Knesset which is called Gai Kaddish, Maskim, and you need that in order to make the world a dear for the Rabbanish, we need someone to work Baha'i Alma, you need a part of us to fit in the world. But on the other hand, the Ikr part of who Knesset really is is coming from above. This is what the Makam Hamigdash means. The Beis Hamigdash, 
the Beis HaMikdash versus all of the rest of Eretz Yisrael. See, the rest of Eretz Yisrael, you can say, no, every nation has a place on earth to live, so the Jewish people need one too. Happens to be, we're a Goy Kaddish, so we need a special place. Okay, so Heaven is a special place. You know, Tiveri is a special place. Uh, all of Eretz is special places. Special places that fit with a Goy Kaddish. But there's one place in Eretz Yisrael that's not Bechlal Goy Kaddish at all. There's a place in Eretz Yisrael which is a reflection of Mamlechus Kehanim. And that's the Beis HaMikdash. The Beis HaMikdash is not a place where you just um, have farms and cities. The Beis HaMikdash is a place where, it's, where everything that goes on over there is Shluchot HaRachmana. Is Shluchot HaRachmana. All the Kehanim are functioning just as representatives of the Rabbanu Shlalem. That's what Beis HaMikdash means. This is why Yaakov Avinu is the one to really highlight the Cheshivas of Beis HaMikdash. Right? We know Avram Avinu also had the Akedah by Harabais, right? But Avram Avinu calls the base of Migdash a har, a mountain. Which is, it's a nice place to look at and to visit once, but you don't live there. Even Yitzchak Avinu, okay, he calls it a sadi, he calls it a field. It's also very nice. So you take a shpatzir in the field, but you're not living in the field. Uh, Yaakov Avinu is the first one to call it a bias. Because Yaakov Avinu is saying that the base of Migdash is not just this nice idea somewhere, but who we are as the guy Kaddish. No, 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 no. Who you are is Mamleches Kayanim. Who you are is Bechlal, something completely otherworldly. Unbreakable, undamageable, and you're here, sent here on a mission. Not that you're here anyway, and everybody says, you know what, do me a favor, you're, in, you're here anyway, just like, you know, clean up the room while you're here. It's not Tavshah. No, you were sent here to do that, and you're not really from here. That's Mamleches Kayanim. That's why it's called the Malchus. See, everyone knows the, the famous Vilna Gaon, Bar also, that the Rebbeinu was called a Melech, and sometimes he's called a Maishel. What's the difference between Melech and Maishel? So the Vilna Gaon said, Maishel means someone that rules with an iron fist, Shaloi Baratzin, right? Yeah. Uh, a dictator, a thing like that. But a Melech is Baratzin. Let's understand. If there is a, a pass, even see, what do we, we usually hear, we hear that for it, and we usually think, okay, so that means if let's say let's say the world took, takes a vote and they and they elect a person as king, that's called a melech, not a maishal. But that's also not berutzen. It's a little rutzen compared to a dictator. But it's also, listen, these are my options. Right? It's like when they have elections in America, right? So it's like, did, did America really vote for that guy? Uh, let's say the actual numbers worked out that they did. But the whole, even, even, even with that, we only had two options anyway. So okay, I, guess, I guess if these are my options, I'll pick that. That's not real rutzen. Real rutzen is is that there's no uh, there, there's no choice that needs to be made. It's a, it's a vada. When we talk about Hashem being the Melech and being Mamlech Hashem and Rosh Hashanah, it's not the pshat. Well, I guess of all the religions, I'll pick this one. I guess of all the gods, uh, this one seems to be the most you know the most appealing to me. That's not that's not berutzen. If you're a goy kaddish and you're doing your thing, you're just a human being. You want to just be a human being, and all of a sudden there's like a big voice that comes from heaven and tells you what to do, and you're thinking to yourself, should I listen, should I not listen? You know what? I, I guess I'll listen. That's not Baratzen. That's not Baratzen, because there could have been something else. You could have been happy just being a guy. Mamleches Kayhanim means the only way to be Mamlech Hashem as a Melech with, with absolute Ratzen is to realize that your very identity is Kayin. Your very identity is that I live in Beis HaMikdash. I'm not living somewhere else and I visit the Har Habayis once in a while. No, no, I'm living in Beis HaMikdash. That's where I come from. That's who I am. 
Now it happens to be because the Rebbe wants this world to be a dear betachtoinim, so he takes me from Beis Hamikdash and he throws me into a kibbutz somewhere, and he says, conquer that, Ex- expand the territory of Beis Hamikdash into those places. These are two different ways of looking at oneself. Either you look at yourself as a guy kaddish, okay, so you're a human being. Uh, while you're here, you might as well uh, might as well get stuff done. Or no, 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 I'm based on Migdash Dik. I'm Amlechas Kehanim Dik. I don't live here. I don't, I'm not from this place. So what am I doing here? I was sent here. And of course, if I'm sent here, it means there has to be a part of me that fits. Right? The Brunsh was not sending a Malach. Malach doesn't know what to do over here. So there has to be a side of us that knows what to do, that knows how to firzach in the world. But that's not, that's not who we are. We're just sent here. I mean, why am I speaking English? I mean, you know, I, I, I can't speak Yiddish. I guess that's the only option I have, right? But, but if you think about it, one way to, th- to answer that question why I speak English is like, well, I was raised in an American house and they speak English, so male, I speak English. That, that's Goy Kaddish. That's not Rosh Hashanah. That's not Mamlechus Kainim. That's not Beis Hamikdash Dik. The deeper way to answer the question is that my neshama was created to, to have a certain shlichus in this world and the particular corner of this world that I was sent to try to be Masakin and whatever level I can was somewhere in America with, with mostly English-speaking people. So in my life, to speak English. It's, not, it's coming from above to below. Again, there's two different ways to look at oneself. Let's go back to the gear. Let's go back to that gear. Remember? I almost forgot. The, that, that's, that's so good with the gear, right? So... The question was, one second, so, uh, so how, how could the Rambam, we pass that a ger can be maybe of a kairi, I would be rami of it The answer is, one second. The whole issue with a ger, and the question about a ger, could he say, because he's, he's not, he's not, he's not to the office, actation. that's only tzad the guf. The guf of, 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 of a ger does not have the same blood as, uh, as another yid, and so Mela, he's different than everyone else. But that's only an issue mitzad goy kaddish. That's only an issue, mitzad what? Mitzad, mitzad uh, his biology. And his biology has to do with Avram Avinu. So in terms of Avram Avinu, there's an issue with a ger. So comes Rabbi Yudin the Rishalmi and says, no, 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 it's not a problem, because Avram Avinu is called Avam Ayngayim. Ask Rabbi Tam, but what about the whole parsha of Avram Yaviravi? The answer is, that was never an issue with a ger. Because who's the Avi over there? That's Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov Avinu is not the Av of Kal Yisrael in terms of our body, it, 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 he, he's our Av in terms of Malachas Kainim. In terms of Malachas Kainim, a ger is as much Malachas Kainim as any yid. Because in terms of that Chelek Lekami Malmamish, that was never a Shaila. The question is his biology, his DNA. No? Okay. So his DNA, uh, but, his, but, but Mitzad, his DNA, Yaakovino is not his Av anyway. That's not, what av, that's not what Yaakovino means. When we're talking about Arami Aviravi, Veyer Mitzrayma, let's understand the whole, what's the whole Indian Bikurim? The whole Indian Bikurim is the farmer's taking his karka in that pomegranate. And he's bringing it back to Beis HaMikdash. And he gives it to the Kayim. And he's saying, I am Chelek of Beis HaMikdash. Everything I have, everything I am, is Mamlechus Kayin. And you Kayin, and my, me the farmer, we're Mamish the same thing. We're brothers. The whole inner Bikurim is to unify all of Knesset Yisrael to, and to bring it back to its Shairish in Mamlechus Kayanim. That's the whole inner Bikurim. And that's where the parsha that you read by Bikurim is what? Is Arami Avir Avi. All of a sudden, it's the only place in Chumash, such a thing, that Yaakov Avinu is called the Avi like that. 
because that's what that's what that's the whole thing of Bikurim is to, is 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 to establish this truth, which is that who I am be'emes and be'ikur is mamlechas kainim is the chelak l'kami mal mamish, and that doesn't matter what my biology says, what my DNA, what my blood is, it's an afkumina. Who I am. Every Jew can say Arami Avid Avi. And every Jew can say, and how do I know that 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 I'm a Khilakal Kami Mamish? Because Vayar Mitzraima, Vayagar Sham Bimsaimat, and we survived all of Gal's Mitzraima. We came out the other end, still intact. How is that possible? Because we're Bakhlan not human. It's a whole new Bikurma is like that. I there's a Pasuk which says Ashanishbalavisenu that the Rabban Shalom promised there to salt our ancestors and the Shvua to uh, took place to Avram Avinu. So to that, Rabbi Yudah says, okay, a ger could also have a shaykhist avram because avham ein But the issue was never Rami Ravi to begin with. The issue of a ger was only his DNA, it's only his blood. And that's only an issue with Avram Avinu. And to that, Rabbi Yudah solves that problem. That's why, that's why the shvua, that's what is interesting, the, the oath that the Rabbani Shalala made to give Kala Yisrael Eretz Yisrael, that was to Avram Avinu. The oath, a shvua, comes to the word shiva, which means teva, which means high alma, right? The world is created in seven days. Everyone knows the morale says seven is always teva. So the shvua of Eretz Yisrael, Asher Nishba, which is the, the teva, the aspect of Eretz Yisrael, that's Lave Sein, that's to Avram Avinu. And that maybe is an issue with a ger. So again, comes to read it to solve that problem with Avam Ein But Arami Aviravi, but the whole inn of Bikurim is to transcend that. The whole inn of Bikurim is that everything I'm doing in the world and my little vinkel, my little corner is some kibbutz somewhere or my little corner and wherever it is, it's not really, it's based on Mikdash. And really who I am is a Kayan. And really the Kahanim have, as, has, have more of a right over Eretz Yisrael than even I do because they have Beis HaMikdash and everything is Beis HaMikdash. This is Rosh Hashanah. The whole in of Rosh Hashanah is to establish, like you know, like we mentioned before, that Rosh Hashanah is the, is the sixth day of creation. That's when Adam and Chava were created. But yet it's a Yom HaRasoylam. So what does that mean? Yom HaRasoylam, it's the day of creation. It's not, it's the sixth day. Okay, so it's the day that the, that the most Choshva part of the world was created. But that's still not Yom HaRasoylam. The answer is, there's 279 going on over here. It's true that in terms of, of the world being a place of Goy Kaddish, the first day of creation was Chafael. But what happened on the sixth day of creation, what happens in Rosh Hashanah is that the Rabbani Shalom sends into the world a mitzvah that's called Mamlech Kayanim, And that's Adam and Chava. Adam and Chava were not Stam Behemas, just given higher Seichel. The mitzvah of Nishmas Yisrael and Atam Kriyam Adam is Bechlal, a mitzvah Muvdelas, Muvshetes. It's Bechlal, a transcendent mitzvah that's being sent into the world with a Shlichas to conquer the world. In order to conquer, you have to speak the language. But, but, but we're not here, Stam, uh, part of the world, just making, making Seder of it. We're Bechlal, something else. And that's the Avaita of Rosh Hashanah. That's why the, 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 the Shoif of Rosh Hashanah is this Indian of reminding us of Har Sinai, as we know, right? That's the same Shoifers, right? That it's the sound of the Shoifer Har Sinai, and it's also the, the Shoifer of Mashiach. This is what Har Sinai was. What, you see, what's, how, what's the Torah? This has to re- reframe what Yiddishkeit's about. What is the Torah? The Torah is not like, okay, you're a bunch of human beings running around like a bunch of headless chickens, so the bunch of saying, let me give you something to do. That's not what Torah is. Torah is anon nafshik savis yahavis. Torah is elikos. Torah is the Rabbanu Shalom himself. The Rabbanu Shalom could only give Torah to himself. The Torah is the Rabbanu Shalom. How could he give himself to anyone else? 
The answer is he doesn't. He gives himself to the Shechina. Who's the Shechina? Knesset Yisrael. The Torah is Kuchu Brichu. And, and Kuchu Brichu could only be given to Shechinte. The reason why the Jewish people are Zaycha Tahar Sinai is because we went through Mitzrayim. And it became clear that what? That we're B'nai Yaakov Avinu. This is why, what does it say by, by Har Sinai? Kai Saimer Lebeis Yaakov, Vesagil B'nai Yisrael. So everyone knows, Rashi brings down, okay, Beis Yaakov means the women, and B'nai Yisrael means the men. But Pshutah Mikra, even without the drushes of Chazal, what does it mean, what, what's the Pasuk saying? Whenever we have a Pasuk that says something twice, it means emphasis, it's trying to bring the point across. You know why, says Hashem, you're able to stand by our sin to receive the Torah? You know why you survived Gals Mitzrayim? It's because Beis Yaakov, B'nai Yisrael, because you're not Avram Avinu exclusively. There's a side of you that's from Avram Avinu that makes you able to function in the world and to conquer the world. But who you are, it's Beis Yaakov, B'nai Yisrael, that's who you are. That's why you can stand by Harsinai. The shoifer of Harsinai was a shoifer that reminded the world and told the Jewish people that you are not human. You're not from this place. And you're not stuck <coughs> in the chesroinus of this world. You're sent here with a mission. And that mission, that clarity, that sound of the shoifer that pierced through all the chitzainias of everything from this world is the same sound of the shoifer that's going to be with Mashiach but e- even greater because the shoifer of Mashiach is also reminding the world that all the chesroinus of the Jewish people that ever happened throughout Golis is all chitzainis in primis who they are is mamleches koyanet v'haraya look at all the years of Golis and they're still standing here just like Golis Mitzrayim proves that Golis, our Golis proves that so possible in Tavshin, Pei Beis, all the very, at the end, that we're sitting here around the table talking about Tyra late at night already. It's only because we're not human. It's not a, this is not a normal thing. Of course, okay, you're centuries, you have to speak English. So you have to eat. You have to do human things. But that's not who you are. That's the sound, that's the shoifer of our Sinai, the shoifer of Mashiach. And that's why, again, like I said, when Mashiach comes, Kahanim will have a chelik in Eretz Yisrael. Of course they will. It's only now that we think of the world of us, of ourselves, as being Gai Kaddish, at best. So Mela Eretz Yisrael is just a place on earth that Jewish people live. And the Harabais, the Beis HaMikdash, that's some like nice idea somewhere. So Kahanim don't have a chilek in the land, because Kahanim represent Mamleches Kahanim, and it's not, it's not uh, real yet. But when Mashiach comes, it's going to be revealed that what? That everything was basically just Beis HaMikdash. Everything was just Beis HaMikdash trying to be unpackaged. And we were all sent from Beis HaMikdash, from Harabais, into this world to conquer. And Mela, everything is really Kahanim. It's Mamash like Bikurim. The farmer comes and takes his kibbutz and brings it to the Kain and says, really, this is yours. Really, it's yours. That's what Bikurim is. So what's the Avayda of Rosh Hashanah? So the whole Avayda of Rosh Hashanah is this Indian, is to realize that we're not human beings and we're sent here for a reason and as a, for a mission. And everything that went on this past year and everything that's going to be this coming year is just different situations that you are sent into. You are not a victim of any circumstance. You're not, no, bus is this, my mazel, whatever. no such thing. Wherever you are, you're being sent to that place. That's what Rosh Hashanah means. You can't stand, the end of Rosh Hashanah is not just like to make, you know, it, it, it's like, you know, Rosh Hashanah, listen, you don't like me, I get it. But, but you have something that I want. I want to live, and you have life. But guess what? You have something I have something you want. I can put on tefillin. So we'll make a deal. Yeah? I'll put on tefillin, you give me life. That's not a, it's, it's not a way to stand Rosh Hashanah. It's not a way to stand Rosh Hashanah. To stand Rosh Hashanah means, Rabbanu Shalom, 
you're the melech. And the melech means there's nothing else. It's not like, okay, between all these options, I guess this is what I'll pick. There's no, all there is is you. And who, who am I? I'm just a piece of you. And you're sending me into this world to accomplish and to conquer. And I recognize that every place I go and every place I've been was confidence and strength. That's where I was put. That's where I was put. And when you're makabal on yourself in Rosh Hashanah, what's the truth of Rosh Hashanah? The truth of Rosh Hashanah is not to fix this mistake or that mistake. The truth of Rosh Hashanah is to stand tall and to stand straight and say, whatever is going to come my way this coming year, I am embracing and I am, I'm, 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 becoming, I'm empowering myself to go into that situation with confidence and strength, with a sense of purpose. That's what, that's what Rosh Hashanah is about. That you go into the coming year with purpose, with a sense of shlichas, that this is where I'm going because I have to do something. I'm not just like sitting and you know, see what I, No, I am going into that place. That you're not a victim, you're not... Das is das. That's, that, 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 that's called... That's called... Mamlech is kainim. That's called shlichah derachmana. So we started with a question. How does Tuesday and Kislev change? when you're seeing it from Rosh Hashanah's perspective? The answer is, without Rosh Hashanah, what's Tuesday and Kislev? I don't know. Whatever comes my way, I guess that's where I am. No, no. Rosh Hashanah says, no, no, that, 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 that's Goy Kaddish. Rosh Hashanah says, you are Mamlech Kayanim. You are Shulchad Rachmana. You're being sent into this world from a higher place to conquer it. And whatever comes, whatever, wherever you find yourself on Tuesday and Kislev, that's where you're supposed to be to go conquer territory. That everywhere you are is really just an extension of that place of Beis HaMikdash and everything you, you do should be an extension of that place of Beis HaMikdash. That's what Rosh Hashanah is. So Sachako, what's Rosh Hashanah? Your mom Hashem. And you, and you establish yourself as a shliach of the Rabbani Shalom in whatever capacity the Rabbani Shalom, wherever, wherever you want me to go, Hineni. Hineni, that's Rosh Hashanah. No, Hashem should help us. Just like the Mitzvah Bikurim, such a thing. Like the Israel just says famously, right? That when the when the farmer went to the Kayan and he said he got the Yalafni Hashem Lakacha, what he's saying is that Kayan, I'm no different than you. You're the biggest tzaddik in the world. All you do is avoid this Hashem and Bisam Mikdash, and I'm knee deep in mud in some kibbutz somewhere. But I'm also doing my shlichas. You're doing your shlichas and my shlichas. We're all the same. When you when you have that that mission, that driven sense of that that's what I'm here for, it confuses a sudden. Because the sudden, until now, thought he was dealing with human beings. And then all of a sudden, whoa, one second, I don't understand that. You're not, you're like, what just happened? The answer is what just happened is that Bechla, we're not human. And then the sun, the sun does not do with that. That's, that's, what, the that's what the Shaifer does. The Shaifer confuses it. The Shaifer reminds us, and then the, the, the sudden doesn't know what to do with that. He's, it's Ma'arvev is a sudden. No? Shri to confuse the sudden in such a way and have clarity in who we are. Shri to have a a year of only shefa, bracha, natzlach, and shlichas, and light, and on all levels. V.S. Gold, Sadiq, Mayor, Amen.